I'm Sienna. And I'm Emmy. And this, and this is, is our, our religion, religion podcast. podcast. So today we're going to be talking about the tenets of two different religions that we are experts at. Sienna will be talking about the tenets of Mormonism, and I will be talking about the tenets of Hinduism. Tenets are the major rules and or guidelines of religion. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Now let's get started. So, the Mormons believe in three different levels of heaven. They think that when you are in the highest heaven, you're in God's presence and you accepted the teachings of Jesus. The middle heaven is when you were blinded by the craftiness of men but lived respectably. And then the last heaven is the lowest of the low. You go there if you were a liar or a murderer and refuse the teachings of the gospel. Wow, that's intense. Yeah, so now Mormons also believe a big rule that it is you can't harm yourself. So, following that rule, they have something called the Word of Wisdom, which says which food you can you can or can't eat because of self-harm. Fruits, wholesome herbs, vegetables used with prudence and thanks, grains, wheat, rice, and oats are all good food. Then bad food is alcoholic drinks, tobacco, tea, and coffee. And not hot drinks because they could potentially burn you, thus harming your body. Wow, I guess that makes sense, but like, that's sad. Yep. Now let's talk Hindu tenets. Hinduism doesn't really have a prescribed system of mandated beliefs and ideas. It doesn't really have one set path to salvation either. It's hard to find tenets that are strictly Hindu because Hinduism encourages multiple pathways to the experience of the divine and is notoriously tolerant of other religions and sees them as different paths to the same goal. Wow, that's really interesting. I know, right? Anyway, the Pasarthas are the four goals and aims of human life, according to Hindus. It is said that human life needs the pursuit of all four of them to be complete. The first Pasartha is called Dharma. This means living in cooperation with those around you in an ethical and duty-driven way. The path of Dharma has a set of rules for the right way of living. The second one is called Artha. This is the pursuit of material prosperity through constructive work. Artha for Hindus means not only working to sustain yourself, but also working in government or civic service. The third goes by the name of Kama. This means the pursuit of pleasure and happiness through the exercise of desire and passion. Kama is thought of as one of the main aspects of a well-rounded spiritual life. Moksha, or the fourth Putarsa, is the pursuit of spiritual liberation and salvation. People aim for moksha by meditating, scholarly study, and other forms of mysticism. Wow. That is really cool. Yeah, it's pretty great. Anyway, karma and rebirth also play a big part in Hinduism. All of your choices and actions in your current life are what decides how great your next life will be. 
Samsara is what they call the repetitive rebirth. Moksha, or nirvana, is the realization of one's connection and relationship with God, the, the accomplishment of mental peace and detachment from worldly concerns. This frees one from samsara and ends the cycle of suffering of rebirth. Oh, that's kind of sad, but your religion sounds really cool. Thanks, yours does too. Make sure to listen to the next episode where we talk about the history of these two religions. Also, be sure to like and subscribe. Thanks, Thanks for, for tuning, tuning in. in! Hey guys, it's Sienna. And Emmy. And, and this, this is, is our, our religion, religion podcast. podcast. Part 2. So today we're doing the history of Mormonism and Hinduism. Last episode we talked about the tenets. Make sure to listen to that episode too. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Let's get started. Hinduism has a deep and fascinating history. Some of its recent customs date back over 4,000 years ago, making it the world's oldest religion. Whoa, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, and it's got a lot of history to it. One of the oldest and most prolonged periods of this religion was the Vedic period that stretched from 1,500 BC to 500 BC, which means it was a thousand years long. The Vedic period came to be when the Indo-Aryan people moved into the Indus Valley, and it was created by blending their cultures and languages with the natives that lived there. During this period, the most popular rituals were sacrifices and rituals that contained chanting. Whoa, that's a long period. Yep, and it wasn't the only one. There were three periods that followed the Vedic period. They were called the Epic, Puranic, and Classic periods, and they happened from 500 BC to 500 AD. During those periods, the Hindus began to increase the worship of deities, mostly Vishnu, Shiva, and Devi. The concept of Dharma was introduced by new writings and texts, and because of this, new religions and faiths like Buddhism and Jainism began to spread fast. Most scholars believe that Hinduism started somewhere between 2300 BC and 1500 BC in the Indus Valley, near modern-day Pakistan, but those who are Hindu believe that their faith is timeless and has always existed. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And it's quite difficult to trace the orig origins of Hinduism because there is no specific founder. When the Muslims conquered the area, they called the people that lived east of the ri Indus River Hindus. They used the term not only because of their religious orientation, but to encompass race and culture as well. The non-Muslims that lived there embraced this term because it makes them different from their invaders. That's always good. Mm-hmm. The main history of how Mormon came became a religion is all about the man named Joseph Smith. Joseph Smith was born in Vermont in 1805, and he said that he was visited by an angel who told him all about an ancient text. The text was made of gold plates saying that Israelites lived in America. The engravings go on to talk about God and the churches. Joseph found the next 
the text engravings and spent years translating them to English. He finished translating them to his wife, and then in 1830, the Book of Mormon was published. Wow, he was really dedicated. Yeah. So, Smith said he was also visited by Jesus and God when he found these texts and was looking for a church to attend. God said, this is my son, and none of these churches tell the truth about him. You need to leave and create your own. The Church of Jesus Christ, Latter-day Saints. So, Joseph picked up and treasured off to Utah because he wanted to also, he wanted to escape religious discrimination. Smith went up to Utah to create the Mormon Church, also called the Church of Jesus Christ, Latter-day Saints. Well, that sounds good. Yeah, it sounds good. The problem was that Christians and other religious groups were very against the new rapidly growing religion and printed a paper about how bad a leader Smith was. He got so mad that he went and destroyed that printing press. He went to deal with his brother and an angry mob came and killed them. Wow, that got dark fast. Yeah, people were really against them at first. Thanks for listening in and be sure to come back next week for the third episode on symbols. Remember to like and subscribe. It helps out a ton and you can always change your mind later. Thanks Thanks for for tuning in. in.